It's time to unify and simplify the IT world. We are here to do that one podcast at a time. I'm Steve. I'm McKay. And welcome to the Interchange IT Podcast. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Uh, that, was right. that was good, that was good. I was like, wait, is that a recording? I literally looked around, man. I was like, is that a recording? Sorry, guys. Not All right, let us know when you're ready. Deal. Let us know. When, yeah, you've probably done a few interviews. All right, we're here with Reno Mahe. It's a big thrill for me. I'm a BYU fan, and Steve's a Utah guy. Yeah. Hey, dude, as long as you can spell your name, you can get in there. You're good. <laughs> well done. Sometimes I can. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, look, so I grew I, up a U. Yeah, my, there my you old, go. Yeah, my older brother went there, played yeah, yeah. there. I, uh-huh. Love the Utes, but for some reason my mom made me go to BYU. There you I, go. There you go. Listen, don't don't question, don't never question a Polynesian mother. Ever. Right? <laughs> Ever. So I tell people that story. We walk out of Lavelle Edwards' office right after the recruiting trip, uh-huh. and my mom said, turn around and said, go tell it's him you're close, going. super close, Reno. Get real my, close. My, my, mom, my mom said, turn around and go tell him you're coming here. And I was like, Mom, what? And she's like, don't make me tell you again. <laughs> you're like, yes, ma'am. So knocked on the door. <laughs> Coach, my mom told me to tell you I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. listen. I played rugby with too many with too many Polynesians. When uh, we're sitting there, grown adults playing rugby, and their moms would come out to watch them, <laughs> and if they got sent to the sin bin, <laughs> yeah, not good, Dude, not good. Man, I'm telling you, man, the moms would be crazy. So All right, so we're gonna take like not very much time, maybe ten minutes. I want to ask you about football, Super Bowl. I want to ask you about Silicon Slopes. All right. Sweet. So let's talk uh, football first. So you played for BYU. Where'd you play yes, before sir. BYU? Uh, Brighton High School. Brighton, Brighton High School. Okay. All okay. right. All right. Brighton. So Brighton. Then you went to BYU. I love, I love that recruiting story. I know that's Coach. a great story. <laughs> well, so, how about when I called Coach Mack after? Yeah, Coach McBride. He was uh, not thrilled. Coach Mack, because I already committed to the U. When, when did you play? When did you play at the uh, at BYU? Uh, I was there ninety eight, ninety nine, uh, ninety eight, two thousand one, two. So okay. that was a good time because that was not a good time for Coach Mack. No, yeah. no, but he 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 won my senior year. Yeah, he yeah. won uh, two thousand two, and they fired him after they after he beat BYU. Well, that was the, that was the that was the game they put in Alex Smith at the very end of the game to like help. Like that, I think they put him in for a couple plays in that game. Uh, maybe, and I just it blew his redshirt year. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Yeah. So well, you were there for the oh one year, right? The yep, yep. That was a great year. That was my junior year. And then the 02 year, we talked about that. Um, Syracuse and like a freaking thousand degree surface of the sun game. Which was great for us because then they were hurting. Yeah, you know, with the elevation. Up, yeah, yeah. yeah. Altitude. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that helped us. And in then that Hawaii game. in a driving freaking torrential downpour. Yep. I remember that. You want to hear something funny about the Hawaii game? Tell me. Yeah. So my freshman year at BYU, I went by junior. That's right. Uh-huh. And then when I got kicked out of school, <laughs> I came back, back as Reno. As Reno. <laughs> so I'll never forget the Hawaii game because of this. We're sitting there chilling in a, uh, the tunnel the day before the game, getting ready, just uh-huh. walk through. And this uh, BYU police officer comes up and he's like, hey, Reno, any relation to that junior Mahe a couple years ago? It's like, nah, different mom. <laughs> like, man, he was a troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard I got to go. Coach, coach, I'm coming. <laughs> What's that, coach? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm coming. You mean, you mean bring the towels? I'll yeah. get them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need. So you played in the NFL for the Eagles for five years, you said? I did five years with the Eagles. Okay. And was Andy Reid the coach during that time? Yep, it was uh, one of those as we – my rookie year, we lost in the NFC Championship game to the Panthers. Then we played 
the next year, we had T.O. came over. Terrell right. Owens got on our team, and we uh, went to the Super Bowl. We lost to the Patriots because they cheated, and <laughs> they didn't get caught to the next go. year. It was the Spygate year, Spygate. right? Spygate. So tell me about the Super Bowl week, because I've heard it's insane and it's really hard to focus on football because it's so different than other weeks. Or is that not true? Like, you guys are good at isolating yourselves and getting ready to play a game. Man, they're a bunch of babies, man. It's just all part of the business. <laughs> do your freaking job. Go to where you're supposed to go. Do what you're supposed to do and get that check. Right. Get that check, <laughs> hard. son. It's hard. Get that check. It's here such a are, hard week. You, you are playing the game that you've wanted to play professionally. Your whole life. Right, you're, like, go. you're complaining about it being hard. Shut up. <laughs> go get that check. That's awesome. So where, where was Tired that Super Bowl? People. Where was that Super Bowl? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh. Okay. Jacksonville's like not area. set up, right? That's no, not set up for a Super Bowl. It wasn't. It was bad. It was a so, bad setup. Man. So, so I went to Jacksonville. Everything's for a long meetings. way apart, right? Yeah, you, I went to Jacksonville for meetings one time for a company I was working for, and I was looking for. I always get when I travel, I get a, a jersey or a hat for my son from the from some, the NFL something team to take home. Yeah, I was looking for Jaguar stuff. Couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it like, just it, it wasn't a. I mean, but it was, dude. It was a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it was yeah. a cool experience. Got to enjoy it with the million family members. and That's awesome. Cool Does everybody deal. become your family member at that point? Like, oh, yeah, Reno. Nah, you know how it is. <laughs> Polynesian, we're, we were family members before that. So. <laughs> They're family members senior in high school. Yeah. Like, you, see a, awesome. you see a color guy here at this event, you're like, hey, family. Well you, knew, well, you knew Will. We interviewed Will earlier, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know Will. Hey, Will's my neighbor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's family. We all family, man. That's cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> all right, so um, who's your money on this week? If you were betting a significant sum of money, who's your, who are you putting it on? No, no, let's put it. I like the way you put it with, with Will. If you were going to advise him to put his 401k <laughs> down, his I'll whole retirement. Th- my whole retirement. <laughs> all $8,000. Th- $8, where would uh, I? So. Who do you want to win? I want the Rams to win. Okay. Man, well, see, that's hard, though. I. I want the Rams to win because I think that coach is awesome. McVay's a genius, he's a, dude. Yeah, like you, you see how he can recite a play from every year yeah, he's coached. Crazy. So what is like it about a, him that makes him so good? Is it the recall? Like because everybody's like, oh, he's a genius. Or what is um, it? Is it concepts? Like what is it in the game? A lot of it is just players, getting the players to do what you need them to do. But then, if players can do certain things, leveraging it. Yeah, like it. Honestly, football is no different than what everybody else here is doing. If you can get people to move and do and move a room, if you can get your players to run through it, that's what Andy's so good at. Yeah. And it's simple, but it's simplified. Look, a lot of these technologies, they simplify life. So people want to do it. It's easier. Right. right. And so in football, if you get a coach that's confusing and complex and, Man, all you got to do is do your freaking job. If you can convince kids to do their job and do it right, mm-hmm. that's what Andy's so great at. He does the simplest things, and he's just hes a robot in it. You know what I mean? And so, and you think McVay's got that. You think he's got that ability to lead people and get him to do that kind of thing. He's the same age as them. It's crazy, man. So people, I think they relate to him. I yeah. think he can relate to the younger generation. I think there's, you know, there's the greats. And then I think there's the younger generation that, that's great at relating to this millennial or whatever generation they're called now. Yeah. Right. Not us. z millennials no. or something weird. <laughs> I'm an 80 baby. I, we're, we're, we're 78. Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. 
Uh, that's a little older. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, that's a different thing a different entirely. Decade. It's okay. I'm married mm. in '81, so there you go. <laughs> what the? <laughs> that's weird. That was weird. Uh, All right, uh, so let me ask you about the Patriots. So they, uh, I, I had totally forgotten about that Super Bowl you guys put against those guys. I think I was on my missionets or something at the time. Yeah. So what makes what them? Is. What has made them so good for so long? Is it yep. Belichick's just like do your job, screw the next game, screw the that's last his game? Thing, isn't, it? Isn't, it, isn't he the one that says do your job? So he's yeah. the do your job. But that's guy. what I love about Belichick. It's he has convinced every player that goes there. I don't know. You guys probably don't see the little tidbits of the NFL with regards to the Patriots and certain people like that. But he will take. Uh, well, I, th- I think if you look, if you look at uh, Brady, you ever watch Brady's combine? Oh, it's His like when he's running the 40 and it's like 5'8". And he's, like, it's wearing, crazy. Like, he's wearing like khaki shorts <laughs> and, and a polo. <laughs> and and he's he, what you call a bad body. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and but, he, but he could see that and he convinced him that he was a, 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 a Hall of Fame quarterback. It, it's not, it wasn't even so much that as if you look at the way he brings players together. Now, Tom Brady's... Different deal, yeah. I mean, that's just... He got lucky he got a Tom Brady. Right. Because Belichick is a great coach. And I think over the years, he's become a great coach. Right. But if you think about Belichick, I think him and Nick Saban got fired from Cleveland Browns. Right, coaching right. Them. Yeah, they like, did. You, you see these coaches, you're like, wait, how did you guys get fired? But I think it it got them to where they are. But the, th- the greatest thing about what he does is anyone that disturbs their locker room, they're gone. Right. Really? So he brings in guys that have been troubled in other places. But as soon as they, as soon as they disturb that locker room, so those, that, so the culture is the culture is unbelievable there. Huh? The way they've created a culture there, and that's why you look at some of these successful companies. You can compare it to that when they have these great cultures, they they're, they're phenomenal. It's like a culture of winning and a culture of expectation. And to your point, right? They brought brought Josh Gordon in this year, and suddenly. He's gone. But he was doing great in the locker room. Now, off the field, right. he had, you know, the guy, whoever is advising him, send him to the Broncos. You're allowed to smoke weed in Denver. <laughs> right, right, like, right. Yeah. Hello. Right, Go point. where you're allowed to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right, right. That way you're not going to get in trouble. Exactly. But that that's, I mean, but if you saw, he was gelling with them. They were doing yeah. great. But it's because mm-hmm. they bring players in. Randy Moss did great yeah. there. And he sucked in Oakland. Yeah. And then suddenly comes to the Pats and, and he's Randy Moss breaking. again. They're breaking tons of records. Best offense in NFL history. That's yeah. cool, man. So, um, all right. So, yeah, I don't think you answered my question. Who am I betting on this week? Gosh, man. So, I, if I had to bet, I'd bet on the Pats. You would. And, and specifically one thing, a rumor I heard. I haven't been able to confirm it. Oh. I just heard a rumor. Oh, we got okay, breaking okay. news here. Here we go. <laughs> The Pats got their Super Bowl tickets a week ago, and the, uh, the Rams just got theirs yesterday or today. Well, interesting. And so now the players are going to have to figure out. Dude, dealing deal with, with all that. Dealing with tickets and then Super Bowl tickets. So That's I, what Will mentioned something similar. Yeah, talking, he did. Yeah. When we talked to Will, he's like, the tickets suck when you're trying to get family tickets. So think yeah. about that. If that's a distraction and you're – you're the Rams? That that was suck. Is, is that something you can say to like to your spouse? You like, hey, you deal with that. I'm gonna deal with the game. Ha, I'm happily married because I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to get a divorce, have your wife deal with tickets. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. No, I'm I've been married 17 years, nine kids, because I never did that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> All right, so Silicon Slopes, what are you doing here, dude? 
Man, I live in Silicon Slope Valley, homie. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I live in uh, Thanksgiving or Traverse Mountain. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm right across You're the right street there. from the, the heart of it. And you got to deal with the traffic. I love seeing traffic. <laughs> Come on. People, they, they cry about anything. He lived in Philly, dude. He lived in Philly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was born in Los Angeles. I lived in Allentown. Yeah, I moved here when I was 12. Yeah. But people talk about traffic and they kind of, freaking people, I'm so tired of people complaining and whining about things. It's like, oh, they forgot my fries. You didn't need to eat more fries, all right? Like, I do, bud. It's just, it is what it is, man. Yeah. I'm just, no, there's nothing to complain about. You got a problem with traffic, stay your butt home. You know this reminds me of? I love it, I love it. You that, 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 uh, that con- that sketch where he's like, you're on a chair in the sky. Yeah. So the Louis C.K. sketch. I mean, you know Louis C.K. Reno. Yeah. So there's one sketch on Conan where he's like, he's with Conan on his show, and he's like, uh, so I'm on a plane the other day, and there's this guy complaining that he can't get his Wi-Fi to work on his That's plane. That's what I'm talking about. He's like slamming it. He's like, wait, why are you worried about Wi-Fi? You're sitting on a chair in the sky. <laughs> yeah. You're experiencing the miracle of human <laughs> flight. Like, what are you complaining about? I don't know who did it. There was another bit like that where the guy's talking about texting and he's like you're waiting for a message to go to the sky <laughs> and go to someone 300 miles away but you want it right now it's, it's like, like let it get to space it's got to uh, go to space yeah, it's got a long way to go awesome, you know what man. let's just ba- blame trump it's trump sure <laughs> it's trump's fault <laughs> let's just blame trump. i love it i love it any companies that you know know the guys at or you uh you know you're excited to hang out with here yeah um Traeger yeah. didn't come this year. They didn't have a booth this year. Ah, uh, Jeremy Andrus. I love that dude. L- last year they gave out samples. <laughs> Did they? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give Jeremy a hard time. Ah, there's a handful of guys here I know. They're cool. Good people. Good. So a lot of great companies. A lot of, you know, it's, actually it's my first time here. And so this is fun. It's kind of crazy. So many people, man. It is. And it's fun seeing, yeah, it's fun seeing a lot of people meeting a lot of new people. And good. seeing what, all the innovation that's going on and. It's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. cool to it's cool to see that. So, what are you up to now? What are you What are you working on? Ah, uh, trash business. Really? Yeah, I'm in the trash business. I I didn't realize. Are we how... talking like Tony Soprano sanitation yeah. business? <laughs> something like that. Now there, so there's trash right now. Is just pick up your trash and take it to the landfill. Right. And even in some cases, your recyclables are going to the landfill. Right. Right. But we're bringing technology from Germany that can recycle all your trash. Oh, wow. And it's That's not, awesome. Yeah, so you're not having to deal with the different days and the different bins, and it's pretty exciting. So who's your who's your buyer? Is it like the municipalities that take care of the trash? Is it the trash companies, or no, is it like so, consumers? So the consumers will just, everything stays the same. There's nothing that's different. Like, you have the waste management, yeah, the yeah. ACE, the Republic, they pick up your trash, yeah. and they take it to a landfill. Instead of doing that now, they would just bring it to our facility instead of a landfill. And we also work on reducing the landfill. So That's awesome. We, so you eat away at the landfill. Correct. There you go. So it's, the technology has been around for 20 years. So what does the tech do? Does it actually like do something with the it trash is, or does it just change the... So it, it'll, it sorts it, then it decontaminates it. And awesome. then it, it, but it's all 100 um, automated, 100% automated to where you don't... There's no, you know, you see all so these recycling. You're not worried about danger or anything. There's none of that because it's all just done. It's all, it's all done in, in, in a building. It's not outside. Everything is done. So you don't yeah. have to deal with the smell of a facility. And, That's great. Wow. So it's, um, no, it's, again, like coming here, you, you realize there's so much technology that 
that's out there in the world. Yeah, man. we just that's the cool fun. part is is we're not a huge community in, in in Utah. We're not a big area. We're not Philadelphia. Right. We're not LA. But the amount of tech and the amount of ideas, the amount of things that are happening here are really, really cool. Pretty cool, man. But I think a lot of it, you give give credit to, in Utah, they're allowed to do it. Yeah. You get so much red tape with all these other places. I think they come here and they know, hey. I can actually do this. Let's go invest in Utah, or our company in Utah, because we don't have to pay so much in taxes. We don't have, they can develop here. They can grow right, here. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it's a, the cost of living here is, great yeah yeah that's awesome so. good stuff man well thanks for joining us for a few hey, minutes we really appreciate it it was great yeah thank you and uh, i think you should go forward with that spearfishing thing dude man i'm <laughs> one last story for you guys yes, oh please. i love a good story <laughs> i'm sitting at chick-fil-a right Every good story starts with, I'm sitting at Chick-fil-A, Chick all right? In fact, I think the second person to bring up Chick-fil-A today. I think so. <laughs> so I'm sitting at Chick-fil-A, and there's a, there's a, in the booth we're sitting at, there's a picture of a little kid spearfishing. Okay. To be politically, well, I guess, I don't care. Little white kid on there. Uh-huh. All right, he's spearfishing. And I'm sitting with my boy, Sean, and his wife is sitting across, and she grew up in a small town here in Utah. So she looks over at the picture, and she looks over at me, and she's like, so Reno, you've gone spearfish, or you know how to spearfish? And I was like, why the <laughs> like, why hell would, you would say I know that? how to spearfish? And she's like, because I'm Polynesian. Oh, What's up with that? I was like, I grew up in Inglewood, Los Angeles, California. We just spearfish, and then I moved to Utah. And it, to this day, that's our spearfishing ongoing story. <laughs> that's like, awesome. Because uh, I'm Polynesian, funny. I know how to spearfish. That's awesome. Good story. So, I like. Anyways, that. thanks for having me, guys. Thank, Thank you, man. I appreciate it, Reno. All right. Change IT podcast is brought to you by Avanti, a software company that helps you succeed in every aspect of your job, including operational IT security, asset management, service management, and supply chain management. Find out more at Avanti.com.